Welcome everyone to RPO Podcast. We are the apex of football media, sponsored by Inside the Hashes Media Network. I'm your host, Ryan Roberts. Please, 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 please follow everything that Inside the Hashes does as a company. We are on Twitter at Inside Hashes. We are on Instagram at Inside the Hashes. And we are live right now from our Facebook group, Inside the Hashes Football Talk. Again, Ryan Roberts, Manstork44 on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I don't really check that much, though. So Twitter, Twitter, right? Uh, joining me, of course, is my father, my co-analyst, Raymond Roberts. Ray, we, we make this joke every week. He's not on Twitter, okay? I'll give you his cell phone number. We'll give him, give him a call, okay? Skype him. Do something. <laughs> I will give you my email address, but I'd rather not. Yeah. <laughs> I would tell you to Skype him, but he can't even get on that, so. No. Nah. Uh, <laughs> no, don't come nah. back there. No. Nah. Uh, our other, ho- our other analyst, Alan P. Hollowell, make sure to give him a follow, but he's not joining us tonight. He's a little under the weather. Alan, we miss you. Hopefully, you'll be back next week. But tonight, we are talking bowl season, baby. And with this time of the year, pe- uh, kids entering the NFL draft and bowl season getting ready to get underway, it's an exciting time in college football. You know, it feels like just yesterday was the first game of the season, and now we're kind of almost wrapping it up. But... Exciting times here because we're not going to be wrapping it up. We do this all year round. Next month, East-West Shrine game. Senior Bowl's in the works. Keep that under wraps for now. Big expansion coming up soon in the Inside the Hashes world as well. Blog. There is a blog. Inside the Hashes blog is coming to you on the 1st of January. Okay, So if you love reading articles and you love print media and you love all the potential for blogging and all this kind of stuff aside from this audio work and this podcasting and this live broadcast that we're doing right now follow along it's going to be awesome stuff inside the hashes is on the rise we are excited about every expansion we do we're adding people to the company we're adding people to the team that are great people and we're keeping the the old but goodies around as well um so ray it's the best time of the year Bowl season, baby. Yep. No matter what anyone has to say about whether it should be four teams in the playoffs, eight teams in the playoffs, whatever they want to say, all I know is that there's however many bowl games, I'm going to watch every single one because that's it's just what it is, man. It's playoff football, basically, right? Yep. So um, we're going to go through every game. Before we do that, though, we being diehard college football fans, we do want to give a shout-out to Coach Bill Snyder, who retired. Uh, we wanted to mention it last week, kind of forgot. He was a head coach at Kansas State for the longest time. Uh, 79 years old, I think he was. He retired. And he is, I mean, when you think of great coaches in the modern era, besides for maybe like a Nick Saban or a Bobby Bowden that retired a few years ago or Joe Paterno that passed away, the next on that list probably is Bill Snyder in that era. Um, same kind of guy with like a Barry Alvarez. They're, I think, kind of on the same elite status as far as great coaches in the modern era. So big, big shout out to Coach Snyder, wishing him all the best as he's going to, into retirement. And hold that thought. We're live, so anything could happen. And we have a special guest that's joining the live right now, my friends. Ahmad. Yo, what's going on? What's going on, man? I'm just telling my bad, I had missed your call. I, I didn't know. I thought we were same time. I know we're on, uh, we're on different time. We're in different time zones. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, we're on we're on Eastern time over here, man. I, I thought I put it in there. If I didn't, I'm really sorry about that. Nah, we good. We good. We here now. That's it, man. That's all. That's it. So, 
Thanks again for talking. You know, we, we talked a couple months before the season. Love the conversation we had, and I just really wanted to bring you on, man. I really appreciate it. Um, I'm joined. Uh, this is Ray. He's he's on the podcast with me. Hey, Ahmad. Nice to meet you. What's and so we're, we're just going to throw out some questions at you, Ahmad. You know, now that the season's kind of wrapped up for you, and you're kind of moving towards the next step, okay? Okay. All right. So first and foremost, you're recently named an All-American, right? Uh, FCS All-American. I just want to know how did that how did that feel for you to end your standout career as an All-American? Uh, I was I was really surprised, um, kind of shocked a little bit because I know I didn't have the best season that uh, that I could have had. Uh, missed a lot of snaps, left a lot of snaps out there due to you know my um, ejection from ejection from the Florida State game and then missing that second half of the third game. Kind of got banged up. Um, Later on in the season, when we were playing um, eighth-ranked Wofford, um, kind of got hurt that third quarter, then played the fourth quarter, then ended up missing um, the next game. We played Citadel, didn't play that game at all. So I mean, I knew teams were, I knew teams were, I knew teams knew who I knew who I was, and they kind of changed their scheme to you know kind of stop me. But um, no, I. If it wasn't for those those snaps that I missed, I feel like I would have had an even much better season. But um, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I'm blessed that I was, you know, recognized as an All American. That's that's a uh, that's a true honor, um, you know. And to go out as an All American, you know, that 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 really means a lot to me. You know, that really just, you know, kind of kind of it brightens my spirit up about the season that I had. You know, it then motivates me on to, you know, get to the next level. Of course, and. You know, just so you know, my, I didn't really mention it before we started, but we are live um, on some social medias right now. So uh, you want to you want to give a shout out to the fans and all the listeners that are listening to us. Yeah, shout out to all my Sanford fam. Shout out to uh, Green Team Two Five Six, uh, Digger Nation, Tyler Digger, all them, all them boys. They know what's up. Awesome. And you know, you know, uh, just for the listeners who haven't uh, maybe seen the interview I had with the mod. Uh, I really enjoyed just being able to talk to him. Four-year starter, four-year all-conference. He's an All-American. I think 52 career tackles for loss, I believe. 23 sacks. Sound about right? Yeah, I <laughs> So, man, you've had a great career. And you're coming, you're fresh off of your final season, off your career. Question for you, what do you think that your lasting legacy is going to be at Sanford? That doesn't necessarily need to be maybe what you did on the field. But what kind of person are you going to be remembered as? Um, I think I'll be remembered as a person that, I mean, people are going to know it, it's it's cool to have fun and do your job at the same time. You know, I bring a lot of energy, you know, wherever I am. I'm a goofy person on and off the field, probably even more serious on the field than I am off the field. Um, but, I mean, guys know that, you know, when it's time to go, when it's time to work, you know, then that's 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 what's that's what's up right now. You know, um, I'm gonna leave a legacy behind that. You know, you gotta set yourself apart. You gotta you gotta be disciplined. I think um, teammates like the younger guys, they'll you know they. I, if, if one thing I taught them, it'll just be to you know you gotta you gotta maintain focus. You gotta always stay focused because you gotta have a goal. Gotta always keep your mind on, on what's ahead, and um, you just gotta bring your energy toward that every day, mm-hmm. whether it's life, football, or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, we, we talked about the transition, obviously, you being a senior, college days are going to be behind you now. But another big transition, which you kind of already alluded to, is draft season now, right? Trying to make it to jump to that next level. So what's what's a daily routine look right now for Ahmad Gooden? What, do you, what have you been up to? Uh, right now, I just finished my uh, my final. So I'm done with that. And I'm about, I'm, I graduate Saturday. So with that being over, I'm just focusing on um, getting my body back up to speed. You know, I'm staying in shape always, but just um, – you know, being able to change my eating habits, wake up in the morning, stretch uh, without having to, you know, having to rush to go to class or having anything to do, uh, stretch, make sure I'm um, hydrated properly, you know, just make sure my body's going to be functioning at, at, a, at, a, at a level, you know, of high competition, making sure that, that I'm getting everything that I need, you know, in and out. Mm-hmm. And a big congratulations to your graduation this weekend, man. Uh, what, what what's the plans for that? Family obviously going to be there, right? Like, what what are the plans? Yeah, yeah I, um, a lot of my fans coming down. Um, I don't live too far from Birmingham, so my fans coming down Saturday for the graduation, and then uh, we're having something um, back in my hometown on uh, Sunday evening. Awesome, awesome. You got something for me? Yeah, um, I was just wondering um, about like if you do transition and if you do make it in the NFL or at least try to, do you think that you see yourself playing a defensive end spot or maybe an outside linebacker? What do you think? Uh, I think that when when the scouts see my skill set, then I think that they'll move me to the outside linebacker or okay. that outside, you know, in the three four base defense, that yeah. outside and pass rusher that can cover the flats. Cover the man. I think that's that. I think that's something that's hitting about me. You know, the the fact that I can't that I can't cover, and I, I feel like once that's known, then it'll be a it'll be an easy uh, it'll be an easy placement. Sure. Okay. And I mean, obviously that transition. You know, four three defensive end, three four deep, uh, outside linebacker. There are some comparisons as far as playing style. Do you think that any teams might ask you? Ahmad, we want you to play an off-ball linebacker in a 4-3, let's say. And would that be something that you're willing to do? Absolutely. Uh, that's nothing that's not that's, that's nothing unfamiliar to me. I played uh, linebacker in high school before I played okay. defensive end. Um, in my high school, I, was, I got moved to defensive end because, I mean, uh, smaller school, didn't have really the numbers, had needed somebody all around off the edge, and I was just happened to be uh, – you know, good at it. So, you know, that that's nothing new to me. How about special teams? You play any special teams at all or no? Uh, I didn't play any special teams in college. Uh, I guess coaches just wanted to save me. Uh, right. For, you know. Right. How would you feel about, defense. what would you feel about, how would you feel about special teams like at the next level? Oh, absolutely. I love special teams. My man. That's I, would, I would absolutely love to play that's special I like teams. I've, I've been asking the, uh, the coaching staff to put me on special teams for four years. <laughs> do you do you have a favorite team you prefer to play for, or is it just anybody who would draft you? I play anywhere. Okay, uh, I don't really have a favorite team. I just like to see a good game. Okay, good, awesome. Yeah, and uh, I mean, Ahmad, you know, so you have a couple high profile teammates as well, Calvin McKnight, Devlin Hodges, right? Great players. They're finishing up their career just like you finished up your career. They're going through a similar process as far as the transition now to trying to take their game to the next level and you know securing their dreams. Have you talked to them during this process yet? Do you have plans to work out together? How how much contact do you have with those guys since the season ended? I mean, those are those both of those guys 
they've been with me since day one. We have a close relationship. Um, you know, this is a this is an unfamiliar process for all of us. So, you know, we kind of lean on one another, trying to you know get advice or what one has what one has heard information that's been passed down that you know they are willing to share, and you know we all do that. But uh, as far as like working out together. Um, Outside of uh, Sanford, uh, I think all of us are going to go our different paths. Okay. Um, but I know all of us are going to keep we'll keep each other in, in the loop. For yeah, sure. awesome. Well, my my last question for you now, okay? Before I let you go, it's it's about to be playoff time in FBS, right? So I need the, I need your national title pick right now. Let me hear it. My so man, Oklahoma. <laughs> Oklahoma. Oh, okay. Really? All right. So okay. Oklahoma's going to beat Alabama, is what you're saying? That's what we're how, hoping. How, how about the Notre Dame Clemson game? I think I think Clemson going to run away with it. Ooh, run away. Clemson. Yeah, yeah. Clemson's. I mean, Clemson showed showed a lot of promise this season. They got a good defense, a good, good offense. They've really been running and they've been humming. I mean, Alabama. They've really been consistent over the years. Mm-hmm. Um. Oklahoma, they've had their head in it, but uh, I don't know. I just like I just like their play style, I like the way they play, and and so I just I just like an underdog, and I just feel like everybody, you know, the world thinks that um, that Alabama's going to run off with it. But I mean, just like I like to see a good game. Yeah, definitely. Well, fans, you heard it there first. Amon Gooden is predicting a Oklahoma defeat of Clemson in the national title game. You heard it here first. He's signing off on it. We're gonna we have it on we have it on camera here, Amal. We have it on the uh, recorder. So you're in for the pick, man. You might want to stay clear of your home stadium for the next month or so. You know what I mean? <laughs> I thought I was gonna get the Alabama pick. You being so an Alabama boy, yeah. man. Yeah. I mean, that's 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 just that's, too easy, right? So predictable. Exactly. <laughs> well, here's a fun fact for you. You and Ryan share the same birthday. Oh, yeah. There you go. Really? October 27th. Yes. Oh. That's crazy. Yes, yes. Great, yes. great. Greatness was made on that day, I guess. Any uh, any uh, number that ends with any number that ends with a seven is always good with me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bob, I'm not going to take any more of your time, man. Again, really appreciate you taking the time. We wish you the best of luck as you're making that transition. And again, congratulations on your graduation on Saturday, man. Yeah, good luck, buddy. I appreciate it. All right, no buddy. problem. Take we'll, care. We'll talk in the future. Okay. Have a great one. I bet you too. Awesome. Well, listeners, again. Ahmad Gooden, All-American defensive end from Sanford University in Alabama. Great kid um, and a great young man. Not a kid anymore. Graduating college, taking that game, I think, to the next level. He's, he's a heck of a player. And high-profile teammates, like I said, Devlin Hodges is a quarterback. You need to take a look at him. He shredded Mississippi State a few years ago. Kelvin McKnight is a big-time wide receiver. Well, that's kind of hyperbole because he's actually only 5'8". But um, he said he's a good wide receiver. He's a good slot guy. And we were thrilled just to have a few minutes with Ahmad. Great young man. And now, back to where we were. We were talking about we were talking about what? We were talking about Bill Schneider. Bill Schneider, yes. Big congratulations to Bill Schneider on a great career. And fans, I did this again. I do this every week. But please, Jerome Jones. Jerome Jones is here. Jerome Jones is waving. Jerome Jones, say hi. How you doing, guys? <laughs> Jerome Jones. Our favorite CEO of Inside Hashes, since he's the only one, and <laughs> co-owner. He does all the graphic work. He's the mastermind behind 
almost everything that we do at Inside the Hashes. Um, so big shout out to Jerome. He's here to make some bold picks with us a little later. But again, big shout out to Bo Schneider. Chris Kleiman is taking over for him, the uh, former coach of North Dakota State. Really? 66 and 6. And who, who knows how many national titles? Uh, a lot. We'll just say that. Coach Carson Wentz coaches Easton Stick now, uh, who might get a shot at the NFL quarterback. He's he's produced a lot of talent, and they are just a machine down there. They're basically the Alabama of FCS. So Chris Kleiman taking over at Kansas State. Interesting hire. We'll see how it works out. But, Ray, I, my intro was great for it. So we're going to talk about some bowl games, okay? We're going to yeah. lay out every bowl game. We're going to talk it out. We're going to figure out who's going to win all these, okay? Mm-hmm. And I'm always right. So if there's any friends that like to place bets, okay, I'm not telling you to bet because that would be not good, okay? I'm telling you that if you do want to take a bet and you want to take my advice, go for it. I'm, I'm a smart man. Um, so let's start Let's start at the lowest level. Yes. Sorry, sorry. Good. OG Ray. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just reading some comments. Um Nice. I'm not sure what nice means, but yeah. Um, Remy, what, what was nice? I'd uh, love to talk it out, man. I'm not really sure what's happening. The OG Ray. Yep, that's him. That's him. The original gangster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we're going to start with the most re- uh, the first bowl games that are going to be played all the way down to the, to the uh, playoff games. Ray, first one, Tulane against Louisiana. I, th- I think, is it Lafayette is the region Cajuns? Lafayette. Yes. Lafayette yes. is the region Cajuns. Now, Tulane 6-6. Six and six. Louisiana is 7-6. and six. We're going to pick against the spread, too. So this is going to make this tougher for you. Not for me. Because, you know, whatever. So, 6-6 six and six, Tulane, 7-6 and six, Louisiana. Uh, we have a 3.5 point favorite of Tulane. So they're, getting, they're giving 3.5. Tulane is favored. You started off here. Well, actually, let's highlight a couple players. Louisiana actually has a decent offense. Um, Andre Nunez is a decent quarterback, 19 touchdown passes. Trey Regis, um, over 1,100 yards rushing. And they have a decent uh, deep threat in Darnell Mooney. And on the other side of Tulane, they're more of a balanced, run-oriented offense with Jonathan Banks. So I'm kind of... In, I don't know. It could go either way. I don't think it's going to be a shootout because Tulane plays solid defense. Um, Tulane is favored. So people believe that they're going to be able to run the football and kind of keep Louisiana's offense off the field. That being said, three and a half point favorite Tulane, who would you bet on? Tulane. Tulane to win it. So they have to win by four. Yes. Mm. Okay. I, 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 uh, what is this anyway? This is the Camping World Stadium uh, and Bowl. And you know why I would take them? Because they are the more balanced offense. That's yeah. the only reason. Okay. And I, you know. Oh, whoa, whoa. That, that's, the, that's the stadium. There, this is the Odo, This is the Automation Cure Bowl. Yeah, the Cure <laughs> There's yeah, so many, the though. The Cure Bowl. The Cure Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'll take Sounds two. like an eye infection. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't know what that means. But okay. Cure ball. Right. Yeah. So I would take Tulane. I would take Tulane as well. Um, next one. The New Mexico Bowl presented by Progressive. Wow. Awesome. Uh, so this is, a, this is actually an interesting one. Utah State, very good offense. Good defense too, usually. Um, so they have some guys, right? 
They have Darwin Thompson, who I interviewed. Darwin Thompson, running back for Utah State, about 1,000 yards, 13 rushing touchdowns. He's a heck of a running back, only a junior. They have a quarterback named Jordan Love, who is very, very good. Um, and, you know, they're, they're, bound, they're balanced kind of running and passing, but they have another running back named Gerard Bright, who's very good as well. Against, though, a North Texas team that is 9-3, Utah State's 10-2, and a 9-3 North Texas team with quarterback Mason Fine, who, if you don't know Mason Fine, he almost went to Oklahoma State, and he's been very good for the mean green. Very, very good. Um, the spread on this game is Utah State is favored by 7.5. I have 10. You have 10? What yeah. was this from? Today. Oh, wow. Yeah. Getting, get, see, here's the thing. Getting 7.5, I'll take Utah State. Getting 10, I'll get take North Texas. Okay, so you think Utah State's going to win, but I think you know, like 8? Yeah, maybe even 4 or 5. You know, but I don't think it's going to be. See, like my first reaction is that Utah State's going to beat the bricks off of North Texas. Not that North Texas isn't good. You know who's actually a pretty decent player for North Texas is Jalen Guyton, who was actually at Notre Dame yes. as a freshman and he transferred. Yeah, decent little player. Yeah, on um, second league receiver, he's pretty solid. But um, so my first reaction, like I was saying, is Utah State big covering that seven and a half. But then I'm looking. And, like, Mason finds it pretty good. Like, he's a good quarterback, you know? And, like, I don't think they're going to be able to just – I don't – I don't. it's going to be kind of a high-scoring game. But then I'm looking at it and I'm saying Utah State's defense is better than North Texas, so Utah State's going to win. The question is, do they cover? That's the problem. I'm, I think I'm still going to take Utah State. Even if it was is it 10. seven? It's seven and a half. Then I'll take Utah State, too. Okay. Yeah. Here's a better question, though. The over-under is 68 and a half. Over-under. <laughs> I'm going to go over, dude. I always go over. I'm I might go that. under on that, I think. I'm really bad with going over, dude. Yeah. I always tell your mom, whenever we're betting, whenever we do our pool, I'm like, if the over-under is 64, go 65. Yeah. You know, if it's 48 and a half, go 49. Oh, like, you yeah. crafty devil. Because well, <laughs> the lines, for some reason, especially Thursday night games, seem to always go over. Sloppy football, you know? It like, is sloppy football. Yeah. We can all agree on that. Tomorrow's going to be a high score uh, game, man. Kansas City and San Diego. Brandy uh, says use score, scoresandodds.com. Yeah, um, yeah, Raymond, I'll, I'll look into it for next time. No plugs. Um, we're just going to stick to what we got. What's that? No plugs. No plugs? Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Raymond, we can't give them a plug on, on air. Because so. <laughs> I'm going to talk to Remy in a minute here, so let's go. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, I'm not talking to him. Just him. Just him. Oh, okay, okay. Not just him. Got gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yeah. All right, let's go to Arizona State. No, 7-5 Arizona State against 11-2. Number 21 team in the country, Fresno State. In the Mitsubishi Mishibishi Motors Las Vegas Bowl. Wow. Why is that a bowl game? Why is that a bowl game? I don't understand. Somebody from Las Vegas is paying them, okay? <laughs> we know why. Fresno right? State, four and a half point favorite. I'm taking Fresno State, dude. Are you to cover the four and a half against Arizona State, a power five team four against points. a whack? I'll take Fresno State, dude. So, like, Fresno State is a really good defensive team. Yeah, that's why I would take Fresno State. But are they a good defensive team against Eno Benjamin and Manny Wilkins and Nikhil? Actually, Nikhil Harry's not playing, right, Jerome? Nope. He's not playing. Nikhil Harry's not that's why, playing. That's Ooh. why I'm not taking Arizona State. There's uh, a vertical game right there, man. At least a big part of it anyway. Man. Right. 
But have you seen the running back for Arizona State, though? Eno Benjamin, dude's a beast. Again, your safety is going to be playing up closer to the line of scrimmage, and Fresno State has a good defense. Yeah. Oh, man. Again. And we have to give a shout-out to Fresno State. They have Marcus McMarron, who's a good quarterback. They have Keyshawn Johnson. You see this? But it's a different spell, Keyshawn. It's K-E-E, Sean Johnson. 93 catches, 1,307 yards, eight touchdowns. Wow. Yeah. Oh, man, but it's four and a half, though. You know what? I'm taking Arizona State. Okay. Just a cover. I don't even Like, I think they'll actually win, but, like, I don't know. I, you I, think I, Arizona I, State will win? I think Arizona State will probably win. Then you have to take them with four points. Arizona, no, 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 yeah. I would. I'm you just saying. To. You have to. No, I'm just saying even if they lose, I don't think they're going to lose by much. It's going to be like a field goal game or something, like a two-point game. Okay. Remy says <laughs> take the over on that Arizona State game. Yes, so it's 54. I, agree with that. I don't agree with that though, because Fresno State has a very good defense. I think it's going to matter. I don't think it's going to be that high scoring. I think it's going to be like I think, a again, you're going to talk to about who turns doesn't turn the not. ball over. Actually, Remy, you might be right now that I'm thinking yeah. about it some more. Fifty. Oh, it's only 54s over the over under. I was thinking it'd be like a 30 to 27 game or something. 30 to 20. Still 57. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So it would be over. Yeah, yeah. it would be over. Yeah. All right. Well, you have Fresno State yep. covering. I have Arizona State at least covering the spread, maybe not winning. Right. Let's go now to the Raycom Media Camellia Bowl. <laughs> Why are these bowl games? What What is going on here? All right. Georgia Southern, 9-3. and three. The triple option, Northern uh, Georgia Southern. I actually like how they play, but um, Jarek McKinnon's alma mater. Against Eastern Michigan and former Tennessee volunteer quarterback Tyler Wiegers, who Tyler Wiegers is okay. He's not bad. Um, obviously, Georgia Southern controls the football a lot. They are a triple option team. They are going to run the ball 90% of the time. No exaggeration. Maybe more. I don't know the exact breakdown, but it's something like that. Um, Georgia Southern is favored at 9-3 over the 7-5 Eastern Michigan team. What's the line? I have them as, as a pick. Two and a half. Georgia, Georgia Southern's favored by two and a half. I'm taking Georgia Southern, dude. I'm taking Georgia Southern as well. You can take who you want, but I'm taking Georgia Southern. No, I, 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 <laughs> okay. I know I can take who I want. Right? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. anyway. All right, let's move on. All right, the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. That was in the more normal one, okay? That's not as bad as the Raycom Media Camellia right. Bowl. They just make more up every year, don't they? <laughs> Money, money, money. I understand why, but it's just ridiculous at this point, man. I mean, whatever. Yeah. Well, we have Middle Tennessee and their safety that I also interviewed. There's the plug. (laughs) Javante Moffitt, who's a very good safety. And if you don't know Javante Moffitt, you're going to want to know because he's going to be a mid-round guy. Um, They're going to, they're eight and five and they're taking on Appalachian State, which is 10 and two. Um, Besides for Javante Moffitt, Quarterback, I have to mention from Middle Tennessee State, Rick Stockskills, Rick Stocks, I can't talk. Rick Stockskill, Stockstill, Stockstill. Why can't I not talk? Rick Stockstill's son, Brent Brent Stockstill, is the quarterback for uh, Middle Tennessee State. He's had a great career. He's had some injuries, and he is very good. But on the other side, we have a ten and two Appalachian State team who's just been. Doing work all year. Yeah. And Appalachian State, though, is favored by seven. I'm taking Appalachian State. Even with that spread. Yep. 
Well, that's a good one. Both teams are decent. I'll take at at state though. Yeah. I would say I I mean like I would consider taking at state if it was just a pick 'em, but like seven so much. That's like a lot. I mean, I know it's not as much as obviously college football compared to the NFL, but like seven's still like a pretty good spread. I'm taking mi- mi- Middle Tennessee. I got him. I'm taking him. Right. The fighting Rick Stock Stills. Stock Still, yeah. Got it. Rick Stock Still. All right. Uh we got UAB. Well, is there a better story that doesn't get talked about than UAB? No. Two years ago, they didn't have a football team. They, awesome. they lost their program. Now they're ten and three. Yep. Bill Clark, the coach for UAB, is doing a great job, man. Seriously, awesome, awesome, awesome job. They have a running back named Spencer Brown, over eleven hundred yards, sixteen touchdowns, doing incredible stuff. Um, on the other side, though, we got Northern Illinois, who Northern Illinois offensively is not great, but they play tremendous defense. And they have Sutton Smith, who is an All-American defensive end. I think he made the, the All-American team as an off-ball linebacker. And another plug, Jerome wrote it down. I don't know why he can't just speak. He lost his voice today, I guess. But Bryson Lucero, who is a quarterback for IMG Academy, is going to UAB next year. If you haven't heard that interview, find our stuff at www.insidethehashes.com. Jerome did that interview. It was one of my favorite interviews, honestly. I told Jerome I was proud of him after that. I felt like my child had just learned how to wipe his butt. It was awesome. Um, <laughs> and uh, But no, Bryson, quarterback for IMG Academy, going to UAB, awesome interview. Check it out, www.insidethehash.com with Jerome Jones. UAB is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm taking UAB. You you only take the over like you don't you don't it's boring it's boring Northern Illinois is going to shut them down and they're going to win okay no you have UA you have Northern Illinois good for you I have UAB I win God <laughs> have you seen Sutton Smith play Yes I have he's awesome he's very good okay he's awesome he's not very good he's awesome. I love all the UA, I love the UAB story, dude. I'm going with it all the way. Yeah. I like the story too, and it's awesome. I'm Ten and four is still good. Uh, Am no, I right? You're not going to change my mind. Ten I and four is still good. Right. <laughs> I'll try. They're going to be eleven and three, so it's good. We'll see. Okay. All right. Next one. Seven and five, San Diego State. Um, traditionally plays good defense. I don't know much about their offense. Yeah, just honestly, I think I think Chapman is their quarterback, and he's okay. Um. But they are going against Ohio. And another interview that we did, we had him on the pod two weeks ago. Nathan Rourke, quarterback from Ohio. 2,200 passing yards, 22 touchdowns, 13 rushing touchdowns. Awesome. They have a good running back, A.J. Olette. They have another good running back named Malik Irons. They have Poppy White. Isn't that the greatest name ever? Poppy White, wide receiver. Um, and Ohio's only favored by three. And I'm taking Ohio. And I'll agree with you on that one. Okay. The fighting Nathan Rourke's. Yep. Get the get the get the win. Impressive kid. Yes, well, he was. Yes, and impressive young man, I should say. They've been blowing some teams out this year. They had a yeah. couple of clunkers along the way, but like a lot of games, they're scoring like fifty plus. Well, yeah, I think he had told us a couple of bad games. He felt like they had really bad, called like two really bad games. They lost. They lost yeah. a, a game that they shouldn't have lost to to Miami, Ohio, who's not great this year. Yeah. Um, yeah. But other than that, like they've had a pretty good, solid season overall. Yeah. And Nathan works only a junior still, so he's still got another year. Yep. And kid's got some talent, man. Very he, he loses Poppy White and AJ Olette, but but I yeah. mean, he'll have another year. Yeah. Um, love Poppy White. Yeah, Remy, me too. Good slot guy. He's got some talent. I like it. Um, he also does some good things in the return game. Um, next game, we got the bad boy <laughs> mowers. 
Gasparilla Bowl? The Gasparilla Bowl. What? <laughs> what is this? Now, that tell me that doesn't sound like a good drink. <laughs> Sasparilla? Gasparilla. Gasparilla. <laughs> Drunk. While we're waiting here, okay? While we're talking and you're looking pretty over there, you need to find me the worst name, okay, of these bowl games. And I'm going to ask you at the end what the worst bowl game name is, okay? So for anybody that's listening, right, I, I want I want your vote too. What's the worst bowl name, bowl game name in the history? Well, not in the history, of just this year, I guess, because they change every other year. So um, you tell me what the worst one is, and I want to hear your vote. Uh, Jerome's going to give us his, his number one at the end. I just but... gave you the worst one left, dude. All the other ones are make sense. Is that right. Dollar General Bowl? Right? But, but, but there's only been some that we've passed that are really bad. Though. Yeah, you're right. The Cure Bowl. <laughs> How about the Cherubundi Boca Raton Bowl? Okay. <laughs> anyway, what were we talking about? Marshall. Marshall. Right? Marshall, yes. The Bad Boy Mowers Gasparilla Bowl. Uh, we have 8-4 and four Marshall against 7-5 and five South Florida. Marshall's favorite two and a half. The quarterback South Florida, you know who it is? Former Notre yeah. Dame yeah. commits an Alabama quarterback and Arizona State quarterback, <laughs> Blake Barnett. Yeah. Um, this is a hard game for me because I um I like South Florida's program, but they really disappoint. I thought they were really better than they are this year. To be I did too. I did too. So I'm going to vote against them this time. I'm not bad, man. <laughs> I'm going with Marshall. Uh, see, I'm not. I'm going to take South Florida just because I think they're more talented. I'm going to take Marshall. And they have um, South Florida also has a good running back. They do Jordan, Jordan Cronkite, the Florida transfer. Fumbles um, a little bit, but yeah. Over 1,000 yards, yeah. having a good year. He's averaging very high yards per carry, only, I think seven almost. Yeah. Um, and we have – well, I just wanted to shout out to Tyree Brady, who plays wide receiver for Marshall. He's also a very good player, but I'm going to take South Florida. Okay. Next one. We got the Makers Wanted Bahamas Bowl. Okay. What is the Makers Wanted? I have no idea. Jerome, look at what Makers Wanted is. What is that? Uh, anyway, um, Florida International eight and four against Toledo, who's seven and five, and despite Toledo having a worse record, they are favored by six. Quarterback for Florida International James Morgan has twenty six touchdown passes. Um, Toledo looks like they can run the ball pretty well. Brian Kobach eight hundred seventy five yards, thirteen touchdowns, only one hundred thirty nine carries. So a touchdown carry for every 10 carries he has. Yeah. Um, I'm going to let you go, though. Toledo, six-point favorite. I'm going to go with Florida International. Just to, just to – they may lose, but I'm going to lose by more than three or four points. All right. I'm going to go with Toledo. It's right. kind of the same as the last one. I just think Toledo's more talented, so I'm just going to take the more talented team in, yeah. the, in this like close matchup, you know? I yeah. don't know. Whatever. Um, next one. The famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Love it. Western Michigan, 7-5. and five. Won't say nothing bad about potatoes, guys. <laughs> Western Michigan, 7-5, and five, who I've done interviews with two of their players, Jamari Bogan, the running back, and John Kenoy, the all-conference center that they have. Check out those interviews again, www.insidethashes.com. Wow, have I interviewed everyone or what? Anyway, <laughs> um, seven and five Western Michigan going against six and six BYU. BYU has played impressively at times, though. And BYU's favored by 13. That's a hard line to swallow, man. 
That is a hard line. That is a seriously hard line. I'll I'll start with it though. I'm still going to take BYU. I guess I am too, just because they're just. A, I think they have more talent, like you said. And the best name, perhaps in college football, their defensive end, Bronson Kafusi. Good player. Great name. Great. Good, good player. Who too. cares about who cares if he's a good player? He's a great name. All that matters is if he's a good player. I don't care what his name is. Jerome, is there a better name, name than Bronson Kafusi? Okay. Bronson Kafusi. It's a great Kofusi. name. Okay. Great. What name. position you play? Defensive end. Yep. 6'9, 280. Perfect name. He's huge, bro. <laughs> he's so good. Former basketball player. He's very yeah, good. Yeah, very good player. All right, next one. Wow. Did you see the over-under on this game? 72. 73 and a half. Yeah, 72 and a half <laughs> I have here. Jesus. All right. So we got the Jared Birmingham Bowl. Which... Jared Birmingham Bowl. What the <laughs> heck is that? <laughs> Go ahead. So we got 8-5 and five Memphis against 6-6 six and six Wake Forest. Wake Forest can score, though. They just don't stop anybody. Memphis, kind of the same. Um, Memphis quarterback, though, Brady White. Arizona State transfer, 3,100 yards, 25 touchdowns, and perhaps the most underrated player in all of college football. Yeah. And he's running back two for me now. Like, I, I, I love I'm him. almost cementing it. running back is amazing, man. Daryl Henderson yes. from Memphis. He is crazy good. Over 1,900 yards, 22 touchdowns, and only 214 carries. It is lightning. It's like 8-point-something yards a carry. It's ridiculous. It's amazing. Um, I'm taking Memphis. <laughs> I didn't even tell you what the line was. I have three and a half. I'm three and a half. Memphis. It is three and a half. You're sticking with Memphis. I'm taking Memphis. I'm taking Wake Forest. Okay. Wake Forest plays in a Power Five conference. Memphis. Okay. Okay. Well, all Power Five teams are not always the best, dude. Yeah. I know, but an eight and five Conference USA team. I mean, uh, AAC. Sorry, they're not Conference. I don't I know. Think the final score is probably going to be like eighty to seventy three. Okay. <laughs> well, the over under seventy three and a half. Yeah. So I guess you're saying we need to take the over in this game. <laughs> no, take the over. Take the over. Take okay. the over. No doubt about that. If UAB is the most um, underappreciated story maybe this year, the second is Army. Again, another back-to-back 10-win season. 10-2 and two Army. Um, and they are against the 8-4 Houston Cougars. And anybody who likes hard-hitting defense, if didn't watch the Army-Navy game, missed a very good game, man. Yeah. And this game is the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. Yeah. Army's in it. Armed Forces, obviously. Army is favored by three. Houston is not a bad football team. Ed Oliver's not playing, though. And I don't think their quarterback, the Eric King's playing either. He's not playing. I'm taking Army. I'm taking Army, too. (laughs) Okay. They're going to control the game and play good defense. Sounds good to me. Next is my, my team, my sleep team. I like Buffalo. I like Buffalo. I like their offense. I like the wide receiver. Do you have a line on this game? I have three on here. There's not even a line on here. I have three. We'll say it's three then. Buffalo's favorite. I'm going to take Buffalo anyway. Buffalo's favorite by three. Favorite by three. Yeah. All right. Ten and three Buffalo against nine and three three Troy. Troy. Dollar General Bowl. Tyree Jackson, quarterback for Buffalo, good player. Wide receiver from Anthony Johnson, beast, who Ray loves. And but Troy has a good running attack led by BJ Smith over a thousand yards and twelve touchdowns. Good football bar. A pit, this, it looks like a pick on my end, but we're going to go by Ray's spread. He says that Buffalo's favored by three. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Buffalo again. More talents. Yep. Wins out in this one. Yep. All right. Next one. 
We have the Sophie Hawaii Bowl. What is the Sophie? Sophie Hawaii Bowl. Hawaii's eight and five. Cole McDonald, John Ursua, their two best players, awesome players. Cedric Burns, a decent wide receiver, against the seven and five Louisiana Tech, who has a defensive end named Jalen Ferguson. And if you don't know Jalen Ferguson, you will know soon. I think he got invited to the senior bowl already. He's very good. Um, but Hawaii is favorite by one. So it's a pick em. It's a pick game. So. That's a hard game, though. I'm going to go Hawaii. I guess I'll go Hawaii, too. They're, I, I changed that. I'm going to Louisiana Tech. You got Hawaii. I have two and a half points. So if I'm only getting, if I'm only giving one or one and a half, I'll, I'll take Hawaii. That works. But I'm taking Louisiana Tech just to be different. Okay. Love it. Jalen Ferguson with 12 sacks in that game to add to his, like, 16 that he has this year. Um, all right. We got two games left here. Two games yeah. left. We're going to do the rest next week. Yes. Boston College, 7-5. and five, Boston College, 7-5. and five, Boston College in the Serve Pro First Responder Bowl against number 25 team in the country, Boise State, 10-3. and three. Boise State, Brett Rippon. Um, son or nephew? Or nephew. Nephew of, of, of Mark, Mark Rippon. Yeah. Um, Alexander Madison, who's a running back for Boise State, who's also good. Sean Monster, who's a good wide receiver for Boise State. But Boston College has the best player in this game, and it's not Zach Allen. His name is A.J. Dillon. Running back is a monster. So, Ray, you Zach Allen will be drafted hard, but that's okay. Well, well, no, 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 he won't. Yeah, he will. He won't. He's I mean, a, he's this a, year he won't because A.J. Dillon's only a sophomore. A.J. Dillon's a running back, dude, and he'll fall like a rock. Okay, go ahead. Oh, he, the only thing he's falling is into the end zone. Yeah, okay. That's all he's doing. <laughs> and I'm taking Boston College. Okay, Boston College. Boise State's favorite right three. You're just taking Boston College straight up? Yeah, I'll take Boston I College. I am too. You're not, you're not a Brett Rippon guy? What? No, I like. I really like Brett Rippon, but I like Boston College's defense better. So, you know, I'm, I'm about to change my pick now. Of course you will. <laughs> now, I'm just going to keep it Boston College, but like Zach Allen's going to have zero tackles and zero sacks. <laughs> yeah, because he only had 100 during the season. That was last year. Oh, okay, got it. Ray likes to live in the past. That's why he's still a Dolphins fan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm still a Dolphins fan because I've been rooting for the same team since I was eight. That's okay. All right. They named this next bowl game after Ray. The Quick Lane Bowl. I don't know what that means, but uh, <laughs> six and six Minnesota. I don't know what it means either, but that's okay. <laughs> six and six Minnesota. PJ Fleck started to change that, that uh, team around a little bit. Six and six in a bowl game against the seven and five Georgia Tech, who also runs the triple option. Um, Georgia Tech favored by six. Wow, that's a lot for a triple option I have team. four. We're going to go with six here. Make it harder then. I'm still taking Georgia Tech, though. I'm going to take Minnesota to cover, not necessarily win. Yeah. That's yeah. our picks for that. Okay. Jerome, I gave you a lot of time here. The worst. Ready? Drum roll, please. Drum. The worst. I say the worst. Ball game name is... The bad... Boy Mowers Gaparilla Bowl. <laughs> that is a mouthful, also. Yes, I agree with you. That is ridiculous. Okay, yeah. Bad Boy Mowers Gaparilla. Yes. Gasparilla. Gaspar- Gaspar- yes. Is it Gasparilla? Gas. Gas. Okay. Gasparilla. Gas. The Bad Boy Mowers Gasparilla Bowl. Yeah. I thought it was going to be the number one best one, but okay. <laughs> um, Tyler says Michigan State about to get this bowl win over Oregon, Ray. Well, we're going to talk about that next week, Tyler. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see about that one. 
Um, but again, before we get off, follow all the content that Inside the Hatches put out. Puts puts out put out. I mean, yeah, the stuff we did put out, but puts out you know consistently because we're the best. Inside the hash www.insidethehashes.com on Twitter at Inside Hashes on Instagram at Inside the Hashes Inside the Hashes Football Talk. Thank you everyone for following along here on this live. Before we go off, I want to say something though. Okay, I like to say to everybody who is an Ohio State Ohio State fan, I am not an Ohio State basher. I respect all the teams in the Big Ten. My my father is a huge Penn State fan. He respects all the ten teams in the Big Ten. But I do not like Urban Meyer, and I think he should have been fired. And that's really the bottom line of the whole thing. Okay. Well, he's out. But I am not a bachelor of any team. I love college football, not only the Big Ten, but all of college football. That was beautiful. Thank you. Did you write that down? No, I just had. I I've been thinking about it since last week when I read. Should have been Ray back in Ohio State this week. Yeah. I don't bash anybody. <laughs> I tell everybody what I think is the truth. If you disagree with me, that's fine. Okay. You can be wrong. Yeah. Anyway, that, that, this segue is terrible now. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Dude. Follow all our social medias. Follow me at Madstar44. Hopefully we get Alan back in the studio. You follow Jerome Jones. Jerome, what's your, what's your Twitter handle? It is jjonesith. I think that's it. At J Jones ITH. Yes, sir. At J Jones ITH. At Manstark44. This is Ryan, Jerome, and Ray signing out for RPO Podcast, a part of the Inside the Hashes Network.